my friend, you have found the Functioning Hot Mess Podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Murray, life coach and author. I started this show to share life lessons and hot mess moments along with a few shenanigans to let you know you're not alone in this roller coaster of life. Each week, you'll get a solo episode or an interview to help you improve your self-confidence, create healthy relationships, or become a better parent. If you love what you hear, hit subscribe and I'll automatically show up in your downloads each and every week. All right, let's get on with the show. Hey, podcast fam. This episode is brought to you by Positive Vibe Coffee Co. Get freshly roasted premium coffee delivered right to your door. The beans are stuffed in the bags, still warm. It is that fresh. There are organic options, blends, and even flavored seasonals. The best part about it is every time you open the cupboard, you'll see your bag with names like I am empowered, I am worthy, I am awesome. So you're going to get that positive vibe first thing in the morning before you're even totally awake. Make sure when you check out, use the code PODCAST to get 15% off your first order. The website for that is www.positivevibecoffeeco.com. And again, enter the code PODCAST to get 15% off your first order. And with that, let's get on with this week's episode. This is dedicated to all of my moms and stepmoms out there. So if that's not you, please listen anyway. (laughs) and please share with someone that you love. This episode is about mom guilt. It's a real thing, and it affects a lot of us, and it's really kind of challenging. So so what is it? Basically, it's anything that we do that takes away our time with our kids or where we have priorities other than being mom. A lot of times after we become a mom, we forget that we're still a person. We are still a human being with needs because we get so caught up in taking care of others that we stop taking care of ourselves. We lose track of our priorities. We don't become a priority anymore because everything becomes about our family. And while that's not necessarily a bad thing, you know, being focused on our family and having our family be our top priority, it is a problem when we no longer put ourselves anywhere on the priority list. So sometimes mom guilt comes from things like going back to work, whether it's outside or inside the home, your attention is now divided. Even if you're in the home, you have working hours or you're trying to fit everything in, in between nap times and all of that. So whether you're inside the home or outside the home, when you go back to work, that can be something that can trigger mom guilt. Things like exercise classes or your time at the gym, you're taking time for yourself. And we sometimes feel guilty from that. Our kids go to a babysitter, even if it's at the gym, you know, the little gym nursery area, we feel guilty because we're leaving them there and we're not taking care of them ourselves. It can be things we need to do to pamper ourselves. So unless we take them with us, you know, I have all boys, so they were never interested in going to get nails done with me. So that wasn't really an option for me. And a lot of times I wanted the break. But those little pampering things, those are part of our self-care. It's part of what keeps us sane. It's part of what keeps us happy. But it also can come with mom guilt because we're taking time away from our kids. It can be dates with our significant other. That can be a big problem when it's we're trying to go on a date because we need to and want to strengthen that relationship with our partner. And yet our mind is constantly being drawn back to the kids. Is everything okay? What's going on? We're not really setting those boundaries. Even if they're with someone else, we're wondering, are they taking care of them right? And 
then we start feeling guilty for leaving them in the first place. And we start sabotaging ourselves again. What about your vacations where your kids don't come? It's a couple's getaway or a girl's weekend and kids aren't invited. We start to feel guilty and have that mom guilt about leaving them with their other parent or with a grandparent or with family friends, whatever it looks like. It can Mom guilt can even come with things like cooking healthy food for yourself that isn't something that your kids like. And we start to sabotage ourselves because we're tired of cooking two meals. We want to just cook one because we have a limited amount of time, but yet we want to give our kids the food that they want. So we start having that mom guilt because again, we're taking care of ourselves, which makes us feel as if we're neglecting them in some way. So we have this belief that our kids are more important than us. And yes, they are so high on our priority list, but if we don't take care of us, And if we don't follow our goals and dreams, eventually over time, we're going to be burned out. Guess what? When you're burned out as being a parent, you can't quit your job. You end up going to work at that point. And that continues that spiral of mom guilt, or you start to resent your kids for the time that they're taking that you would like to be taking for yourself or your significant other, because he's not stepping up and being dad more often. It creates a lot of chaos when we really let that mom guilt take over because mom guilt will eventually keep us from exploring our dreams, going after that big promotion or after that career or starting that business. Or once we're in that business and we have our dream going in full swing, we want to quit. We want to give up because we feel so guilty for leaving our kids. And guess what? The truth of it is, your kids are just fine. When you follow your heart, yes, there will be changes. When you prioritize yourself and your dreams, there is going to be a transition. The whole family's going to feel it and that's okay. Not everyone is going to like it. And especially if they're used to you doing everything for them. If they're used to you cooking, cleaning, even directing and parenting the chores that get done. If they're used to you doing all of that, people are going to feel it when all of a sudden you're spending less time at home for whatever reason, or your time is a little bit more diversified. And that also is okay. As moms, we have a way of thinking that we are the ones that have to carry the entire household burden. And it it's a blessing and a burden at the same time. But we put that entire weight on our shoulders and it isn't all of ours to keep. So it's okay to start taking those responsibilities off of your shoulders and placing them with others. First thing you need to do is trust your kids, trust in their ability to figure it out. If you're not there to do every little thing for them, they're going to figure it out. They will find a way to do it themselves, or your partner will step in and be able to help them. Or guess what? They can wait until you get home. When kids find that they have the ability to figure it out, that is what is going to grow their confidence. So teach them, trust them. When they call you needing help or they call you with a catastrophe that's not life-threatening and your answer is, I don't know, but I totally trust in your ability to figure it out. Let me know what you decide to do when I get home. That is a completely different way of handling situations. You're empowering your kids to think for themselves. You're empowering them to think outside the box and you're letting them know, I'm not going to step in and fix every little thing for you. Your kids are going to learn to be independent. They're going to learn to make decisions and they're going to learn that when they mess up, there are consequences. So you're going to have your rules. You're going to have your guidelines. You're going to have 
other people are going to have to step in and help you, especially if this is a big change. Your other parent, their dad, your partner, someone is going to have to pitch in a little bit more. And the first thing you need to do with that is communicate and coordinate. Grandparents, neighbors, friends, let them help you. But it's okay to say, this is where I'm going to be. I'm leaving my phone in my car. Unless someone is bleeding and running to the hospital, don't call me. And if it is that big of emergency, call the gym. They'll come find me or call my office. They'll know how to get a hold of me, whatever that, however that relates to your situation. Another thing I really want you to do, and I know how difficult this is because with mom guilt, it feels like it's all on us. Everything that's positive or negative. Well, no, we don't take ownership of the positive. We take ownership of the negative, right? That's why we feel guilty. Stop apologizing. Stop apologizing. Teach your family the change that's going to happen. Teach them about going after your goals and your dreams. Teach them about shifting responsibility. But this isn't, I know, honey, I'm so sorry that I'm not going to be home for you. It's, you're going to do great. And I know you're going to love this. And I know you're going to succeed. And I'm excited that we're both able to grow in this situation. Completely different way of framing it. You don't need to apologize to your significant other for the fact that they need to be a parent too. They'll be just fine. And if you look at it and really think about it, it's a little bit disrespectful when we have this assumption that they can't handle it without me. Of course they can. They are fully functioning adults. Are they going to handle it the same way you did? No. Is it going to be up to your own standards? Maybe. Maybe it's better. Maybe you're expecting way less of them than what they're capable of delivering. Regardless, they're going to do it their way and they're going to be fine and you have nothing to apologize for. You are not doing anything wrong. Another thing I want you to consider is giving yourself permission to miss events. The kids can tell you about it later in great detail. Hopefully they are playing sports or involved in the musical instrument or whatever because they love it. And if that is the case, they can tell you all about how they made that amazing play and you can watch their excitement as they relive it, as they're telling you. Of course, yes, you might feel a little bad because you missed the play of the century, but you are able to sit there and have that conversation with them and you get to see them relive it and tell you all about it. Now, if they're playing the game just so you can watch them and just because they think they'll get your approval by seeing you in the stand as they make that amazing play, then maybe that's a time for a conversation. Maybe that is an opening for you to be able to say, okay, I want to watch you and I want to see you, but if you're playing the game for my approval or for me to see you, then let's talk about that. That gives you an opening to a really good conversation. Another thing I want you to do is absolutely do not try to buy your guilt away. Yeah, we do that. The cookies, the ice cream, the toys, those things are not going to replace the time that you're taking away, but it will create other problems that you're going to have to help them overcome later. So just remember, if you're going to trade your time with them, the quantity time with them, with something material, they're going to learn to value the material. They're not going to learn to value the time. Instead, make your time with them quality time. You no longer have the quantity time. You are no longer at their beck and call 24-7, however that's going to work. It's going to look differently. So make the time that you do have with them and that you do spend with them 
Count. Make it very intentional. Plan things to do. Find things that are kid-friendly and fun, things that you know they like. This isn't about making it be Disneyland. It's not about buying your guilt away or having experiences so you don't feel guilty for leaving. This is truly and genuinely about spending quality time with them. It means sitting down on the couch, putting your arm around them, reading them a story, having them read to you, watching a movie. It means making popcorn and having a contest in the kitchen as you all try to throw popcorn in the air and catch it in your mouth. This is time when you are focused on them. You put your phone away, you cancel any other plans. You don't necessarily need to have friends or other family over. This is just your quality time with them. Because otherwise, if the time you have now is filled with nothing but chores and homework, guess who they're not going to be excited to see? If you are so busy with all of these other things that are filling in, which is true, that happens, right? We get really busy, especially if we've gone from stay-at-home parent to outside-the-house working parent. If that is what your time transition looks like, where your time at home is significantly less, And then you get home and it is nothing but chores and homework and snapping your fingers and barking orders. They are not going to want to see you come home. So you need to schedule things to do together and forget the damn dishes. It is okay to leave something like that left unfinished while you play and have fun. Your kids' attention spans aren't huge. They're not going to spend, you know, the next 16 hours hanging on every word you say. They're short little bursts of time. Play a game with them, buy some board games, or if they're Xbox kids or PlayStation kids, learn to play a game with them. Sit down and play. Have fun with your kids. And with that comes relaxing your expectations from before you had all of this. Because a lot of times what we do is we have all of these routines and habits And the house looks a certain way and we have the laundries done all the time and Monday's floor day or every day's floor day or whatever, right? We have all of these expectations of ourselves and our families. And then we have this big change where our time is a little bit limited and we are trying to maintain our level of life before this change. And that is going to make you miserable and it's going to make your family miserable. So allow yourself to knock it down a couple notches, relax your expectations. If your house was absolutely pristine before you went back to work, allow it to be a little bit messy so that you can spend time with your family instead. Go ahead and get things cleaned up. Go ahead and do your thing, but give yourself permission to kick up your feet and say, it will be there tomorrow or on the weekend or whenever you get around to it. And my last idea for you is to relax. Stop making everything a catastrophe. Parent with your heart. Tune inward and ask yourself if there is a way to support both yourself as a priority and your family. Because there is. I promise you there is. This idea of work-life balance is a real thing, but it's not necessarily the way we picture it. We think that work-life balance means we should have equal time at both places, that we should put everything away, spend time with the kids, work on it from 9 p.m. after they go to bed until one in the morning and then get up and still get them breakfast, blah, blah, blah. You get it, right? We've all been there, done that, seen that, and it's not sustainable 
and you're not going to be able to realize your dreams that way because you're hurting your health and you're going to start resenting your family. So rather than get in that vicious cycle, relax, do what you can in the time that you have with everybody, with work, with pampering, with vacations, whatever it is that's causing the mom guilt, give yourself permission to enjoy yourself in those moments and in that time, and then allow yourself to parent and be a stellar parent, the best of your ability when you have those moments as well. That's where your balance is going to be. It's going to come in giving your all in the time that you have, even if they're little moments of time, little pockets of time. All right, my friend, I hope this episode is helpful for you. If you found anything in here that was of value that you feel a friend or family member could benefit from, please share this with them. Word of mouth and sharing this podcast has been hugely successful in helping me grow this. And I cannot thank you enough for all of your help and support. So on that note, I will be back in your downloads soon. Oh,